Hello, one. Hello, all. Hi. Welcome to the Loki After Show. <laughs> and we're back, like we are every week. Mm-hmm. At least we try to for the Loki After Show on Haunt Talks First. Welcome. Spoiler review for episode four. If you haven't seen it, yes. you're not going to want to have it spoiled. Or just and a, you should be watching it. Anyway, you should be so. watching it anyway. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm Han. This is Chris. Hi. We are discussing Loki today and all of its greatness. We're disgusting. Oh We're disgusting. Uh, <laughs> feel free to subscribe on the YouTube if you're watching with us now or later and check out the podcast as well. Anywhere podcasts are found for extra fun content. So let's jump right into it because I think we're going to have a lot to talk about today. As we all know, last week was um, kind of a slower episode, but definitely mm-hmm. building up to something a lot bigger and up. grander. And like we also discussed, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston had said that his favorite couple of episodes were episode four and five and i'm starting to realize why so we're gonna get chris's thoughts first because uh like we do every week so go ahead you you say your thoughts on this week's first literally we were about to head to bed and we're like no let's watch loki it's it already came out let's not wait till the morning and Oh my god, it kept us up. We're, I, we're freaking out the whole time. Yep. There was a lot of stuff going on, a lot of plot twists and just intrigue. And we saw Sif again. Sif was there. My who? Sif, Lady Sif. Who? I was like, who? She's in the four movies. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I she, totally forgot. We saw her beat him up like multiple times. We had Mobius Sylvie, like the whole shebang, Timekeepers, mm-hmm. wink, wink, uh, wonk, wonk, <laughs> cronk. Um, yeah, no, it was great, and we didn't realize there was an end credit scene because Han had checked and we didn't see anything, so we just went to sleep. And then in the morning, we we're like, "Hmm, you saw something somewhere about like somebody." T- Said that there was well, one? no, I was looking up or... photos for to share on this stream, and I came across a shot that I don't remember seeing. And then in the caption it said "post credit scene explained" or something, right? Yeah, and so then we went back and saw it, but I skimmed through. I didn't see it last night, so I don't know. We were probably super tired. Yeah, or just too too blown away by the episode, right? <laughs> what did you think? Uh, so for me. <laughs> it's my favorite episode so far mm-hmm. it uh i don't know it answered a lot of questions but it opened up a lot more yeah it, we, we finally learned about sylvie figured out kind of her past what her deal is still don't know as much as i'd like to but we're getting there and um also got a little bit deeper understanding of who loki is and that he what well, he, he strives for attention mm-hmm. which explains everything from all the movies we've seen him in and stuff like that and it's nice to kind of break into this character a little bit more and develop him Mm -hmm. and also him realizing his friendship in mobius the entire time and up to losing him and seeing his reaction and then with the timekeepers and realizing that they're kind of red herrings are not even real the whole time or whatever and it being like (laughs) uh this whole episode was like a great uh example of subversion in film and television and mm-hmm. it just doing it in really good ways and i thought the show was going to end right when they walked up to the golden elevators right 
And then you said that they're going to close and then and it'll so cut like, to credits. credits. Right. And, and then it just kept going. And, we're like... and I'm so <laughs> glad that it didn't uh, because I think it ended in the best spot. Uh, the perfect Crazy. type of cliffhanger. Um, last week's cliffhanger uh, was just, it was good, but it was a little disappointing. And then, but this one, it like, it gave me enough to where it was like, okay, that's cool. I can take a little no, bit to relax now. You don't. Yeah. Like, it's so like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I need it now, but it, it's more of a clearer spot. Yeah. Yeah. And, but overall it was fantastic. Uh, oh this episode was great. Uh, I think watching this show is stressful because only knowing that there's only six episodes. So it's like, okay, there's only two more left. Like, so it's kind of sad because <laughs> I'm really liking the series a lot. And I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about everything. And if you guys are joining us live, you can send in your thoughts too. We'll talk about them. Or if you're watching this on the replay later, you can send it in the comments below. And, um, yeah, so I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to jump right into it. So what would you like to start Where with first? Should we start? I oh my god. I don't even know. Like there's literally so much to talk about with this one. Do you want to start and we can like go from there? Because like I'm I can't Okay, yeah. Well actually let's talk about B twenty. Yeah, oh Is that her name? Mm-hmm. B twenty. The um the one character who uh was the first person enchanted by sylvie on the first nexus planet or the first apocalypse planet in the episode one and i think it was episode one yeah it was and so she has been like kind of ever since that moment that she was enchanted by sylvie she's been having like a bunch of second thoughts about tva and like her her point in this world and what her her purpose is and things like that and uh, throughout this whole episode, I kept wondering, there's something else to her. There's something more to her. Maybe not just like on this episode or this show, but maybe her backstory too. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously everyone who works for the TVA is a was a variant at some point, which means that they are interdimensional time traveling beings. So that in or itself... At least, like we're disrupting the time that we're in. Yeah, so that would already make them a little bit more important than like a regular everyday person or alien yeah. uh because it powerful in some capacity so i was so happy to see her kind of come to the forefront of this mm-hmm. episode and like especially break in at the end of the show or this episode and save them from uh i guess being what do they call it when they stab them with the thing P- pured pruned uh, pruned pruned, yeah. pruned. And when they disappear and go into like a void, which we thought was like the death or whatever yeah. when they die. But um, I liked seeing her and kind of, I mean, I like conspiracy movies and shows like that. And the TVA is kind of a conspiracy at this point right? where even the people involved don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how they got over overrun by Hydra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't think this was ever at one point uh commandeered by another organization i think the tva was just created for by bad people for bad reasons which we don't know yet and they were like lied to yeah and manipulated these people yeah and so i don't know it's really interesting but there's that's a whole nother subject but uh which i'll talk about in a minute but about b20 or b17 i can't remember her name exactly i think it's b20 Mm -hmm. 
What? I, I can't I can't uh, remember right now because all I can think of is I never watched the show, but I remember there was a song. Sorry, it's gonna be super tangent. But there was like a like the vitamin B twelve. There's a song where it's like, girl, you need a shot of B twelve. <laughs> I I've never seen the show, but like that song is too catchy for us. Damn good. Mm-hmm. But like that's all I can think of. Like, oh my god, it's B twelve. You but, need some B twelve. But she's I. In the other episodes, I've been kind of frustrated with her because I've been wanting her to like do something except just be like, what's wrong with you? There's something going on, but like kind of against like siding with the TVA, but also being kind of like weirded out. Yeah. I'm glad that they developed her here and they actually had her have her personality come out and actually stand out for herself. Instead of her just having attitude behind the yeah. scenes type of thing. Because she is clearly influential and she's like a higher rank officer <laughs> yeah because she was like i'm going in there and the yeah. other guards are like okay yeah out of like the way. they just let her go right in like she definitely is like one of the head uh guards and like head honchos yeah, <laughs> yes so i'm glad that like they show her actually doing something except just like put people in like cells or kill people with a stick and how she actually has become an asset and like helping our heroes well, our protagonists. Yeah. So to say, I feel like she has a lot more to offer, and I'm glad they're actually finally tapping into that. Me too. Do you have a favorite part of this episode? Uh, my favorite part of this episode is that's really hard. I like when Moby and Mookie were talking, and he's like, "Oh, this is like your last resort cockroach thingy," but mm-hmm. then he's like, "Wait, no, maybe he's telling the truth," kind of thing, where he's trying to tell him. But um, Mobius keeps thinking that he's lying. That the the last Jedi part <laughs> and Sif. <laughs> Those were my favorite parts, probably. And then, of course, the end credit scene, which gives me hope. I think I think um, with you, my favorite part was when just when Mobius and Loki are talking. Mm-hmm. I think those have been my favorite parts of this just, entire show. Such a good, like. The only thing I didn't like about that is how he keeps insinuating that he fell in love with himself and that he loves Sylvie in a romantic way. I'm like, dude, like, I know people are shipping it and I know that they have a lot of chemistry, but it's not like that, dude. It's not like that. That's him. But that's her. (laughs) Yeah. And like we were talking last night, you know, it's more of like a self-loving type of thing. Like Like uh, coming to terms with yourself and like every single part of you and how that might be different. And sometimes you see yourself in a different way, but you have to still accept yourself and parts of you because that makes the whole. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think it's going to be romantic at all. I think that's. I don't think Disney would allow that either, either, even if they tried. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I I feel like that would give a wrong message to people about like, because they literally last episode finally confirmed their buy. And if they make them like, oh, look, like they're just self-involved or something. It's like, I would just be so mad. So I'm glad that they're actually not doing that. And Loki's like, ew, dude, no. <laughs> it's like, that's me. <laughs> the the storytelling mm-hmm. is really good. Just the fact that they started off where Loki's being arrested, brought in by the TVA, and he helps them to search another version of himself who is was also apprehended by the TVA at a very young age he was just a kid which 
I'm very curious to find out why. Right. She was just playing with the bow. And, and I'm it's, like, what does she do? And it's clearly because she is just a Loki. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there is something to Loki that whoever is running the TVA wants to get rid of all of them. I mean, it makes sense. If you are a control freak, you wouldn't want anyone who is the god of mischief to be out there running around causing mischief because that doesn't line up with what you want to do. Right. Unless you're they're under your control. Which imagine, I mean, maybe like the TVA, like uh Gugum Batharal, like I forget her character's name, but like the main girl with the ponytail. What if know. she's also a Loki? That'd be crazy. And she's like a <laughs> probably like that could be cool. And like she's been like brainwashed. And yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, like I feel like it's just because she said it was literally just because I was born a Loki. I was born a god of mischief, so they got me. And yeah. then, I mean, with the end credit scene, like it's very clear they have a vendetta against Lokis, which is mm. right. Yeah, the end Why credit scene ties it up completely um, because obviously whoever this is, they're hunting Lokis mm-hmm. and uh, specifically to get rid of them for some reason. Uh, but yeah, the end credit scene was great. Yeah. <laughs> and then the little alligator. Oh my God, Loki. that was my favorite. That was so funny. And the guy on the left looks so cool. He looks like a Viking Game of Thrones slash Loki. a version that got Thor's hammer instead of Loki. Right, like he's the worthy one. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's and then we have like the, right the vision like version. WandaVision, uh like WandaVision Halloween episode mixed with Kermit the Frog and the Tick or something. <laughs> it's <laughs> not easy being a Loki. Um and I mean does that have Loki in the middle? No idea. It might be. He kind of also looks like he has like that crown from like Jughead from like Archie comics. It's kind of oh weird. yeah. But he has like the soupy hair. <laughs> and then so that I think that's the biggest question of this episode is what like where did they go? I mean, obviously we thought when people were pruned, they right. they passed Six away, yeah. which was what the TVA said. So maybe they don't happened. even know yeah. where they go. Um, and on top of that, you know, also Loki got pruned, mm-hmm. and Mobius oh got pruned. I know. Oh my god, when they did that, when Mobius, I'm just like, oh my god, they just killed him. I'm I'm scared. And then <laughs> I just I. Then they did it to Loki. I'm like, oh my god, is there is this their way of making Sylvie our Loki now? And I was freaking. I was like, how are we not gonna have the Hiddlesman back? Like, especially I mean, he said he filmed episode five, unless it's like a backstory or something. Well, no, because we've also seen footage of him in yes. the trailers at like 1970s Earth and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, we so. haven't gotten like the election one and stuff like that. Right. So, so yeah, that is true. That's that's the issue I had when they killed off Mobius. I was like excellent (laughs) storytelling yeah i was really sad but i was also like this is great because now it's like it's a little realer you know it's like okay there's consequences for your actions loki and look look what happens like this is what happens when you lie all the time you lose your friends and then then the same thing happened to tom hiddle to loki himself and he got pruned and then i was like oh well they're both gonna come back (laughs) now it's the mobius death was kind of meaningless and now i I really hope i mean i I would love if Mobius comes back. I, it, he definitely is, but it would have been a lot more tragic if we went one more episode mm. without Loki hanging around. They could have done that like, in the beginning of the episode, kind of like the cold open, kind of like how they did the silly thing cold open this one. Yeah, and let the audience believe that Mobius is really gone for a little bit, right. you know? Because 
because I, I, I really loved when that happened because I was like, wow, where, where is this going to go? He's going to want to redeem his friend. He's going to, this is the moment that it's going to make him change. But now it's not the moment that's going to make him change. It's going to be that, it's going to be Sylvie. Sylvie's going to be the reason because mm -hmm. he touched her and something happened. And the last time Sylvie touched him is when the Nexus event happened on Lament Lamantis. And so something happens whenever Lokis get together. And I think that's part of what is going to be revealed later on Do in the show. I think it's kind of like back to the future and like time travel rules that you can't meet your former self, but you can't basically coincide and touch other versions of yourself from the multiverse. Maybe. Yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> and let's talk about that last scene though when they go up the golden elevators oh and they stand in front of the timekeepers okay golden elevators photo of them golden robes wait what snoke <laughs> oh <laughs> yes so they totally snoked the timekeepers which okay so i told you gonna be like a it might be like a wizard of oz thing last week so it kind of was it was all a front yeah and exactly it was a wizard of oz things but it was really it was really cool when they came on screen mm -hmm. oh my God, um they were such cool characters so it's mm -hmm. kind of sad to see that they're not going to be around any longer yeah. but it's okay because uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe this like was a, just their doubles or yeah, something. Yeah, like the representatives, especially since they were going to bring dangerous beings like them in there. But it's actually going to be Palpatine who was puppeteering <laughs> them. Palpatine have cha has changed franchises. I've been every voice inside your TVA. Oh, God. All along. <laughs> but so this scene was great. And mm -hmm. they get up there, they talk to them, and they're like... I don't know. Just silly, just goes straight for the head. Just as Thor should have done. Exactly, and it knocks knocks the head off the one, and then the other two like start wigging out. Like the programming goes away, and then they find out they were just robots. So they're like, "Oh my god, it never ends!" Like who's who's in charge of this or whatever. And I think we're thinking it's Kang, right? And also, I found this trailer online that was for episode four, which I realize now is probably fake. But it looked real, and mm -hmm. I sent it to Chris, and in the trailer, Kang the Conqueror speaks his name. Mm. He's like, I'm Kang the Conqueror. But I don't I'm, it was probably a fake trailer now that mm. I think about it, but it looked pretty it was accurate. Really well done. Yeah. I, they got a good person to voice that, too. Yeah. And, but I'm curious to see where, where Sylvie goes from here. Mm. Um, she's obviously going to be working with B20 or yeah. B12. <laughs> keep her strength up keep her vitamins healthy yes. and i don't know what do you think is behind like what do you think the whole purpose of the tva is because of this well it's probably just to keep things in line and to like provide the timeline that they are looking for kang most likely and keep away threats to his power because i mean people finding other villains isn't gonna harm him because they don't know about him but these people are trying to create chaos in a world that's not like trying to keep them down, which is kind of what Sylvie has been saying, like chaos wants to break out. So that's like what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's probably just like a very restrictive, claustrophobic control and just oppressive 
So they're just trying to be themselves and exist. And it's just like, this awesome. I mean, happy Pride Month, guys. It's still one more day or something. <laughs> they're just, they just want to exist, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was going to say something. Also, don't the, um, the soldiers that were up at the timekeeper's office look like the mannequin soldiers from Night at the Museum? They did. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they're the civil, right, civil, civil rights, civil war guys. Civil rights guys. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! They've been doing the Doctor Strange versus Dormammu thing as like torture. With a, oh yeah, like that was kind of crazy. Like they also do that, like little time pocket recreation, and just keep replaying it. But like it could actually affect it. What what he does? That was kind of weird. I I like that we got to see that girl come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know her name. Sit? But yeah, the actor. Um, oh yes. I don't. Uh, I always really liked her in the Thor movies, mm-hmm. and she was really only in the first one. Second mm-hmm. one, she was in it for like I don't know five minutes, and then third one, they were like, "Nah." Well, they killed her in the second one, didn't they? No, they killed her at the beginning of the third one mm-hmm. with by Hella. And I don't know. I feel like that whole team, that whole group, what are they yeah. called? The yeah. uh, Great Four or something like that. Mm-hmm. The Asgardian Four. Yes. I really liked all that team, but especially the girl. Yeah, she was a badass. I wanted more, but I was hoping they would have given her like more to do, and then just it didn't go anywhere. And I was glad to see she came back in this, but they kind of made it kind of a, a comedy mockery role, like nothing serious. But it's okay; it was cool to see her back in anyway. here. Get your coin, girl. Exactly, get your coin. <laughs> um, Make that bread. But yeah, I I don't know. This episode was fantastic. The mm-hmm. storytelling was great. Uh, it's, I have no idea where it's going. And it's so sad that there's only two more episodes. And uh, I don't know. It was so great. Uh, the episode ended and me and Chris were just sitting there like, what? Yeah, we literally what? just sat there and we searched and we're like, what just happened? <laughs> it's so good. And it makes me wonder why there's people out there who haven't even given the show a chance yet. It's... I feel like they just don't know. They don't think that it's necessary or like and they think oh she's gonna be loki being like oh you got loki or something (laughs) well we've we've had people on this on this show comment in and say that uh they had they watched like the first episode and they didn't even finish it because it's not interested and that shocks me because this is my favorite one and i don't know i'm just really interested to see what the whole purpose is of the loki uh, in in the grand universe scheme of things, because clearly they, they're they're being hunted by probably Kang or whoever was created the Timekeepers, and uh, they're probably all going to band together at the it's end. All this minutes. But where is that? Where at the post credit scene? Where are they? Like, are they in some kind of I mean, jail I mean, cell void? Yeah, the thing is, they did say that he will be dead or in hell if he doesn't come with them. So what if there's like a time limit on here? Oh, I see. Or yeah, maybe, the first maybe there. This is another apocalypse, and that's what they're hiding them. And so if they don't get out of there, they will die. Oh yeah, I see. Well, it kind of looked like uh, Earth, it like did. a you know post-apocalyptic Earth mm-hmm. or a dead planet, something like that. But I don't know. They'll, they'll probably all band together and have some big war, but it's like against who? Because the TVA. Oh, probably TVA agents. Mm. I don't know. It's really interesting. There's tons of questions that need to be 
unveiled. What else are you about this episode? Um, oh my god, I'm trying to think. Uh... Isn't it weird that the show has like the TVA is like this? It's not a futuristic mm-hmm. place. It's not a. It's a timeless place. It exists outside yeah. of the timeline, but it, everything looks like 1970s like right. offices or whatever. <laughs> I like it. I know that they're going for very stylized and distinct looks, which is fun to me, I think. And I don't know exactly why they settle on that. I think just to make it like, because sometimes you know how they'll be like, oh, this is what things are going to look like in the future. It gets updated yeah. really fast unless you make it super out- outlandish. Yeah. I just feel like maybe they're like, oh, I mean, timeless, make it something like super specific. Yeah. But like make it slightly different and like more fantasy and like ethereal because they had like all the hallways and like all the offices are like slightly more technological, but while still having that aesthetic and have like elements of like slightly even magic stuff. And then they have like the open area with like the statues and like the things floating that looks like a very beige star wars <laughs> what if miss minutes is behind it all yeah and she, she it's like be. that's it's not miss minutes the clock but it's like the voice of miss minutes is the voice of whoever is behind everything what if that's why she made miss minutes to make herself be more like oh look at her she's a little <laughs> yeah. clock look yeah. at her little mickey mouse eyes Aww. but don't and, like, take she's actually, her off like and people will hear her voice and associate it with like a little round cookie looking Oreo, mm-hmm. golden Oreo. That's a good idea to make Miss Minute cookies. Right? They should do that. Sure I saw someone cookies. on TikTok make a Miss Minutes clock, so they should make a Miss Minutes cookie. Yeah, I already did. Just... I'm shocked Disney didn't do that because they did the Wandavision television cakes and they made oh, the yeah. Corella cakes. Yeah. And didn't make anything for Falcon and Winter Soldier, I don't think. But they should have made Miss Minutes. Or a little temp pad or something. A little Loki cool. horns. That'd be so cute. That'd be really cool. Sorry, I'm just here like trying to give Disney merchandise to as I ask because they can't come up with them. <laughs> um, but if any of you who are watching this on the replay or on the podcast, you can send in... Yes, hire. But you can send um, send us in your thoughts and questions on All social right. media or on the YouTube page uh, or on Twitch. Uh, actually, no, we're not streaming on Twitch today. Oh, so just YouTube. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of negative so stuff on Twitch. So that's why we're not Twitching. All the negative comments the other day were on Twitch. Oh, really? Yeah, so I've, I've taken a break from Twitch for a little bit. Oh, so 12-year-olds should be doing something else. Yeah. They should be having their Lunchables. <laughs> but send in your guys' thoughts and questions and theories because there's there's tons to talk about. There's tons to yeah. think about what could possibly happen. I, I've i kind of given where I think this is going to go. You know, Loki's going to band together and mm-hmm. uh, they're going to fight against whoever the main villain is, which is probably Kang. Mm-hmm. And or Miss Minutes, <laughs> the humanoid version of that. Who, I mean, I don't know what the voice actress for Miss Minutes plays looks like, but if you had to pick someone to play Miss Minutes as a human, Maya Rudolph. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> the thing is, she would literally be the judge from the Good Place. She would be. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same. This is just a good place. It uh, pretty much, yeah. Because it's yeah, it's a good it's place. It's a good place. Jeremy, bury me. 
Mm-hmm. That you don't need the TVA, Jeremy Barry, just whatever. Oh my god! If you haven't watched A Good Place, you should watch it. It's all on Netflix. Amazing show. Mobius is the Derek. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I don't have anything else to say about this episode. Do we you? We need Jason Mendoza as a low key. Also, we just need him in the MCU in general. He would be amazing. He would be pretty cool. Cheating. I mean, we're having Jamila Jamil come. Oh yeah, that's right. She's in She-Hulk. Right. All right, guys. Well, that was our show for today. Thank Had to do so it quick. Much. Um, but thank you guys so much for watching and listening on the podcast. We'll be back, of course, next week. Mm-hmm. You can talk to us there where we talk more Loki and other great things. You can find mm-hmm. the Star Wars show on Monday yes. right here on Hot Talks First, talking about everything going on in Star Wars. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. We'll be back next, next week. Time. You can find us on social media, me at Hot Talks First and Chris at I am Rice Crispy. That is me, yes. Okay, guys. Bye. Somehow, someway, somewhere this week. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Let me find the video. There we go.